0: The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hoop ballers, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome in. To another episode and another edition of Today in Sports Betting, I am your host, D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter, or in real life, Devin Ellington. Yeah. All righty. New listeners, welcome in. Like I said, this is Today in Sports Betting, or as we like to call it, T-I-S-B, TISB, TISB. Old listeners, return listeners, thank you for coming back welcome back wipe your feet let's have a seat let's converse about some sports and sports betting before we do all of it though i'm gonna remind you about the promo codes mybookie.ag you go over there use promo code hoopball h-o-o-p-b-a-l-l hoop ball go ahead and sign up i wouldn't recommend using any bonus or rollover Bitcoin, e-currency, crypto, whatever the kids call it these days, is an easy way to get your money in, get your money out. And I'll tell you what, you sign up with that bad boy, you let us know, or you just have us do it, we'll drop a little little shimmy surprise in there for you. Manscaped.com. Go over there, use promo code HOOPBALL20. That's right, same promo code, just with a two zero. You're going to get 20% off in free shipping products like the lawnmower 4.0 which I heavily used last night I know it sounds weird what you're thinking but I shaved my head actually and if any of you guys have ever looked me up on Twitter you realize I've got uh, or you know for my friends and affiliates that listen to this I had some pretty luscious locks I had some curls I hadn't had a haircut for you know I mean like a lot of people within the pandemic times we've been living in but like a couple years, I'd say. So lots of hair, lots of lots of hair. And I just buzzed it off on the back porch last night using this Manscaped product. So what I'm saying is I charged it on the sleek charging base. I got a full battery, went out, took care of my face and my head all in one swoop. I put the one guard on and it took care of everything. It didn't jam up. It didn't pull. It didn't do nothing. I got around the ears. Perfect. I lost, I kid you not, a trash bag full of hair. Like a dollar general bag. So use that promo code. Use their products. The Weed Whacker 2.0 is amazing. It's for the ear hair, nose hair. or just hard to reach places in general. Okay, we're going to talk about some soccer. We're going to jump into some college football look-aheads. I've got some stuff to talk about real briskly, real briefly. We are still flying by quickly on the shows this week. We've got uh, a little one that's got some sickies going on. If you listen to yesterday's show, we just, uh, you know, COVID-19, it's it's a mess. So, um, good news, though, she's feeling great. She has no fever. And now we're just thwarting off the double-ear infections. Okay, let's start with Liga MX. We're going to talk about Necaxa and uh, Tijuana. Really, really like this Tijuana team, but they struggle on the road, is what I'll say. Um, I could see this playing into a draw. Necaxa has four straight losses. Um, you know, law of average. I could see, like, not a losing point here. Tijuana, not all that consistent. Not the best game on the slate. I just wanted to highlight it. Mazatlan and Juarez, this is going to be a really fun one. Juarez winning three in a row. And then Mazatlan, look, they score a lot, but they also give up a lot. Juarez plays some staunch defense is what I'll say. So if you get a two and a half total on this, I would say look at that. Um. Juarez to win or to draw, draw no bet. You know, I think that makes a lot of sense. They're a lot more fundamentally sound than Mazatlan. And I'm just seeing how many different times uh, I can say it differently uh, each time I pronounce this club. (laughs) I do it every show. Mazatlan, you know, I don't know. We'll have more coming. Atlas Puebla. This is actually just going to be an overall really good game, Uh, high level competition. Um, just watch it if you can. Fubo TV is amazing. I'll just recommend that. Pachuca in America. So this is going to be another really good matchup. Atlas in America towards the top of the ladder. Puebla and Pachuca, you know, they're pretty middling, just consistent, nothing too flashy. And they've got two losses in their last three matches, Pachuca, but they played a lot of high-level competition within this table. Um Look, Pachuca at home, I wouldn't be shocked if they were able to get the win, but America is a very solid club, Club America, and I'm just looking at maybe a draw here. I would say it's worth a half unit, but uh, without digging too, too deep into these matchups, that's just kind of what I'm thinking as I watch these games. The UEFA Champions League. This is the big stuff. This is what everyone was waiting for me to get into. So, Shakhtar, Inter Milan. I think I'm going to go ahead and roll with both teams to score. Uh, it's at minus 135 when I got it last night. I've not checked this morning, which shame on me. Uh, this game uh, actually starts at 1245. So, depending on when we get to show up, you know, there's going to be a little bit of overlay. But, nonetheless, if you are in the premium or Discord, you already knew that I was going to be playing this. So, say. I always love supporting them. I could see over in this match just because, look, I mean, Ajax scored, or Hoxay, sorry, that's the proper pronunciation. Ajax just reminds me of, like, a Mortal Kombat character, like the cleaning supply, and it's what I know. Um, hoxay, they they score a lot of goals, and they scored, I believe it was nine. No, five. They scored five in their last Champions League match, Uh and then they scored nine at one point in time here soon. Or recently, I'm sorry. Let's see. I'm looking up there. Man, yeah, no, that was earlier in the week. Never mind. What's important is that I think that Bas- Basitkas is actually a really talented club. And they could get a goal or two on the on the board, depending on how Ahaxe plays this. If they score four, uh, Basitkas is going to put one or two in also. Milan and Atletico. This is going to be, you know, a really phenomenal matchup. This is just a soccer fan game. Uh, so look, I'm just going to be watching this. I'm really interested in the Shakhtar and or Milan game. Shakhtar upset, uh, or I'm sorry, was upset in their first game, so they're getting looked at a little differently. They struggled against Sheriff, uh, who goes up against Real Madrid today, and then we got some Bundesliga representation going against. Uh, Leipzig and Club uh, Bruges, which I'm not familiar with Club Bruges or what league they're in. So I apologize about that. I'm sure I'll look it up while I do this. Um, PSG plays Manchester City. That's another heavy hitter. That's going to be exciting. I would look at Liverpool to win outright against FC Porto. Dortmund, like I said, getting a really easy draw against this sporting club. I believe they're from like a Dutch league or something. Uh, I could be wrong. Uh, Ecuador, I believe, is maybe where sporting is from. I want to say it's like Ecuador or something. I'm still learning where all these clubs are being represented from. Um, So let me look up, because now I'm interested in Dortmund. Look up Dortmund. So my picks... I'm going Shakhtar, Inter Milan, both teams to score. a say Basitka's going to go over if we can get a two or two and a half. Um, A-Hawksay to win at, you know, f- halftime. I think that's, you know, it's probably still going to be heavily juiced. But I think it's worth looking at. Seen what the uh, updated line is. So let's see about this sporting club, like I said. In there would Benfica, Porto, Braga, Porta Menese, Pacos Ferreira, Premier League. I actually haven't watched a lot of the Premier League. Sorry, I'm getting off on a tangent here, but we'll be okay. I'll catch up. Um, yeah, Portugal. Okay, Portugal. All right. It's just good to know where these clubs are from so you can kind of track the style of play for their, you know, leagues and how they set their rosters up. So you kind of know what to expect as they face other teams. It's essentially like March Madness, you know. So PSG, Manchester City, PSG is plus 200 is all I'm saying. Uh, In a matchup where anyone can win this, I think that is just crazy value. I would even look at a draw-no-bet with PSG, PSG to win. I mean, look, they still got Lionel Messi. They got Neymar. Manchester City made a huge acquisition transfer deadline, but look, these are heavy hitters. Um, these are two juggernaut teams within their, div- or their leagues. All right. There's some soccer. Um, oh, the championship action, English League Championship, I'm just going to throw out some winners, what are just results I think will happen real quickly in these one, two, three, four, five, six matchups. We got Cardiff and West Brom. I like West Brom outright. And this is not me looking at odds or anything right now, looking at what the book's got. I'm just saying what I feel will happen within these games. Huddersfield, Blackburn. Look, I could see a draw. Uh, Blackburn draw no bet makes a sense. Hull, Blackpool. Blackpool's playing really well right now. Hull's lost three in a row. Borough, Sheffield United, Sheffield United. Um, I think that they end up winning this thing. They look really, really well right now. I like Sheffield United Preston and Stoke, look two meddling teams as well as QPR and Birmingham. I could see both of those last two matchups drawing Preston and Stoke is just an interesting one. I'd like to dig into that one a little more, but just to put it on y'all's radars. If you're looking for some action today. There's some stuff kicking off around the 2.45 area. And then, like I said, 12.45 to 3 o'clock, we've got all of the action for UEFA Champions League. I love these little tournaments. Then we got hockey preseason. Everything's just going buck wild right now. NBA's about to start. Media days were yesterday. You know, to be honest, it's a little, uh, I won't say overwhelming because that's dramatic, but there is a lot of stuff. And then all my fantasy teams, Fantasy basketball is about to start. So speaking of, go get you a wager pass over on hoopdashball.com. Check that premium stuff out from us. Go for the free stuff, but stay for the premium. It's well worth it. It's well worth it. Okay, let's talk a couple of college football matchups. We're going to be looking ahead Virginia and Miami is a little weird. Derrick King could be in or out. So with a huge injury, variable parlay card being put on a quarterback, a star quarterback, that swings the game so wildly, and it gives it a lot more ranges of outcomes that I don't want to navigate. So unfortunately, since that is the standalone Thursday game, unless there's some FCS or NAIA football going on, which I need to look at, you know, it stinks we're gonna leave that out. But we got a decent matchup in in fantasy or I'm sorry, NFL Thursday night. Get some water. Um Iowa, you know, not looking to play them. The Friday night Thursday, Friday night slates are a little meh. Tulsa three and a half at home. I was hoping they were gonna catch points as an underdog, but yeah, and also I just Dana Holgerson is one of the most frustrating coaches to bet on games in, so that he coaches in. So I'm I'm leaving that off the board. Um, Duke North Carolina is going to be interesting because I mean it's a rivalry game. Uh, it, North Carolina they get in the offense together. You know that's that's an important thing to look at. Then I wanted to look more deeply. My deepest dive is probably going to be this Western Michigan. Western Michigan and Buffalo game. I think Western Michigan by a touchdown, and it's at a six and a half number right now, so I want to keep it under that. I think the market moves it that way. Coastal Carolina, UL Monroe. I'm going to be looking at the under, even though UL Monroe... Okay, yeah, we'll break into that. We'll break into that. UL Monroe's offense did better last game. Coastal Carolina's defense has been a little bit CV. Um Cincinnati, Notre Dame. Yeah, let's go. All right, we're going to dig into some of these real quickly. And going to go ahead and ship this show on out of here. What I want to say about Western Michigan and Buffalo, I got this at six when these lines first came out Sunday night. And like I said, it's swelling up to six and a half. It's probably going to go to seven, 69% of the money AO and 99% of the money. Uh, I'm sorry, 69% of the bet percentage and 99% of the money. I was too excited to do the AO thing. Uh, 30% increase differential for the Broncos out of Kalamazoo look Buffalo they've done you know what they needed to against some of the teams that they've played but they've not played a high level of competition and if you look just right into the peripheral you know just the surface numbers Western Michigan's terrible on their down conversions 37.5% Buffalo's 50.94% they played KU they played an FCS school um so I mean look. It Buffalo is in a weird spot with Leopold leaving. But Western Michigan's got to clean up their opponent red zone scoring percentages as a defense. I think it's so high because the trips have been wildly limited because they are a great defense. I'd be interested here. I'm gonna find this stat actually. We're gonna look and see uh punts per game as a defense, like how many. Let's see if I can even find that. Opponent punts per play. Eh, We'll start there. I love college football stats. And now we're starting to get the data for it. So. Um, I think this Western Michigan defense is pretty dang good. Since that's what I was originally going to talk about was the under. Um, or them covering, you know, I was looking at the under. But Buffalo could get scored on a bunch here. And I really like Western Michigan to handle some business on defense that they haven't been and maybe get a better look on offense. Right now, Buffalo has a lot of good green numbers in their defensive columns because of the competition that they've played. You know, they did play Nebraska to a 28-3 to result, 69-3 to with Wagner. And look, they hung in there with Coastal Carolina 28-25. And I was on Coastal Carolina in that game. But Buffalo, they just gave up a near fourth quarter colossal collapse against Old Dominion, who didn't play football last year and has not played football for almost two years leading up to this season. Buffalo allowed them to come back and only lose by one. I had Buffalo first half, and that worked out for me, but they were up like 28-0 or something at half. Um, 35-34 was the result of that one. So I think their defense got exposed, and they are not, in my opinion, even though the numbers say yes, they are, second in points allowed, I don't think they are. Third in yards per play, I don't think they are as a defense. Fifth in rushing yards per game, no, I don't think that's the truth. I think we're going to see Buffalo get exposed here. Western Michigan's in a good spot, and if you can keep it under a seven, or if you're fine playing a key number of seven, I would say go ahead and take that. Western Michigan is a good play for me today uh, for this week. I really love that Western Michigan pick. Um, okay. Let's look at that punts per play. All right, so We look at Wisconsin, NC State, Georgia being the top three in that. Wow, UTSA, the Roadrunners, 10th. Nice. All right, so we were looking for Western Michigan. Control-F. Well, technology hates me. Technology hates me. Okay, so without having to scroll through this whole list, I don't want to have to do that, but I'm not seeing them up towards the top anywhere. Oh, there we are. 71st, middle. So I think that they'll be able to do just fine. That is Western Michigan. App State, Georgia State, real quickly. I'm not digging into this one too much. App State's got one of the bottom coaches in ATS numbers. He is one of the worst coaches uh, against the spread. I'm going to look at targeting that because I think Georgia State is – look, App State struggled against Marshall. Marshall's pretty good. Don't get me wrong. Marshall will probably be playing in the Conference USA Championship. Um, Georgia State at home down here in Atlanta. Georgia State's going to be taking on Appalachian State. And – It's going to be a good game. Georgia State's defense, I think, is going to be able to get settled in. Um, hmm, Belmont's joining the Missouri Valley Conference, which Blake and I talked about this already, but that's going to be awesome for college basketball season, which is right around the corner, five weeks away. Sorry, I just got that popped up on my phone. Georgia State, yeah. I mean, double digits. They're getting, let's see, what, 10? I grabbed 10. So, yeah, I think that makes sense to me. Um, here, let's see what our buddy Colin Wilson's got to say about it. He projects App State to go up to 13 and a half, but he got it down at eight and a half. He jumped on this way early. It did move a bit. A lot of people on App State. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think Georgia State's run defense is going to be able to match what App State did. And this is coming from a guy who was high as hell on App State. Last week, I was singing their praises. Okay. K-State at home, I think they beat OU. I'm saying it. I I think they're going to do it. They're going to become the first team to beat OU three straight. they, They did something that no other Big 12 team's done. And then if they do it again this year... Look, plus 320 on the money line at home. Ten and a half point dogs. I got the points. I might as well take the money line because I, I think the way that they cover this is by winning. This K-State defense struggled against Oklahoma State last week. Uh, I pointed out on a different show on the Tailgate podcast uh, with the Kansas City Podcast Network. I pointed out that the familiarity of the second string quarterback, Will Howard, who filled in, you know, with Oklahoma state, they got them last year at the tail end of Kansas state season when they were starting to falter. So they knew how to play this K state team, this K state team with both quarterbacks, Skylar Thompson and Will Howard have beaten OU collectively over the last two years, two years in a row at home once. And then in Norman at Gaylord stadium, Gaylord Memorial. So, this Kansas State team, Josh Kleiman, he loves taking down the Goliaths. I, you know, look, they played really well against Stanford week one. They took care of who they should have taken care of in Nevada. And, you know, they lost their conference opener. But look, OU is going to have to defend the run. And if you watch that two-lane game, they struggled a lot to do that. So give me 10 and a half points with a team that's a home underdog who has a capable enough defense, a capable enough coach, and a run game that I think is going to be what drives their success. I mean, they're going to have to have big plays to match what Spencer Rattler does. They're going to have to have explosiveness, but the run game is going to be what drives the Wildcats' success and upset. Another dog that I like straight up in this week's action Florida State's at home, 0-4. They're going up against Syracuse. Syracuse plus 4.5 sticks out to me. I was hoping I was going to see some $2 underdog prices for Syracuse. It's at plus 170. It's not enough juice for me to squeeze for. And plus 4.5, I like it. They're on the road. They have a pretty damn good secondary. Like, they got some NFL prospects in that secondary. Um, Dino Babers is a really good defensive coach, and he's really impressed me this year. I was on Liberty. Um, They beat them outright, and Liberty was the team that I was hooting and hollering about from the get-go. And I still am. I think they still can have another incredible run, but it would have been better if they would have just won every game. Syracuse has played good against Ohio. They put 60-something up against Albany, and then they gutted it out with the Big Ten team. You know, I was spinning the exact opposite narrative Last week when I was prepping for the Liberty game, but when you eat crow, you start to talk differently. And Syracuse, the orange, I think they get it done in Tallahassee. So I think that's what's gonna happen. UTSA minus 19 and a half against UNLV. Give it to me. I like it. UL Monroe Coastal, we're gonna hold on hold on this game because I you know, look, they're moving the ball a lot better this year, and they got some uptick potential with this offense going against Coastal's defense. The defense just ain't doing it for the Chanticleers this year for some reason. You know, they were involved in a lot of close, close result games last year, and the downtick is starting to hit for Coastal Carolina. The The Sunbelt Conference is starting to uh, fizzle a little bit. Um, you know, everyone's starting to combust a little here. Um. Louisiana Tech plus 19 and a half against NC State. That's something I like. And then we'll talk about Cincinnati, Notre Dame to end the show. Look, two and a half for Cincinnati. This is a team that was a walk-off field goal away from beating Georgia last year in the Sugar Bowl, I believe it was. Was it the Sugar Bowl? Um, And it, I had them plus 220 on the money line. I still remember the hell out of that. Look, bet percentage, 34%. The money. You got to follow the money. 51% of the money, plus 17%, 66% of the bet percentage on Notre Dame. A lot of people thinking that the big old name and the home dog or the home dog's going to get it done. I like to support home dogs, but look, this Notre Dame team just throttled Wisconsin. You think they're going to get up the same way they are? for Cincinnati against Wisconsin? I mean, I don't think so. Cincinnati is going to win this game outright. Top 10 finishing drives on offense and defense. Ninth rated success rate on standard downs and 25th passing downs. I mean, this is a solid Cincinnati defense. I think they defend the tight end really well in this game and they're gonna take Jack or Mike Michael Mayer Maher out of the game. Cincinnati on the money lines, you know, 125, minus 125. So I can get minus 105 for their spread at two and a half. I'm going to go ahead and take the better odds on one and a half because I think if they win, they win by a field goal Um, or they also win by like six. So Cincinnati, Luke Fickle, who's going to be the coach of USC next year, uh, you heard it here first. Well, maybe not first, but maybe like 10th or 11th or something. Yeah, so anyways, really liking the Bearcats to take down the Irish and Brian Kelly, coaching against his alma or his uh, former former employer, you know a lot of y'all forget. Maybe He used to coach Cincinnati. Luke Fickle, former Ohio State coach, uh, coaching member. He uh, he he's got chops. So I'm really looking forward to this game. And I think that Cincinnati's defense is, I mean, opponent yards per play four point three and Notre Dame's given up almost five. Red zone scoring percentage, 44.44%, all fours. Notre Dame, 86.67%. Hmm. That game's going to be won and lost in the red zone. Whoever can cause the most turnovers and whoever can get the team to settle for the most field goals. I mean, that's who's going to come out on top. I think Cincinnati's got a good recipe to win this game. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap the show. As always, I'm going to send you all my good vibes, all my good energies. Make sure to have a safe, kind day. Be positive and do something kind for someone if you can. And if you need something nice or kind to happen to you, I hope it happens. I'm sure it will. I believe in it and I believe in you. So let's have a great day. And once again, don't forget those promo codes. Don't forget those five-star and one-star reviews if you really feel like you got to do it. Uh, make sure to tell me about it tell me why tell me why you got to say why um, but leave those reviews leave those reviews apple podcasts follow us on spotify follow me on twitter at dale07 you can check my plays on tallysite.com as well as on the action network i'm in there at dale07 so follow and join the discord and have a wonderful day Today in sports betting is out. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.